Thank you for downloading the Walking On Air podcast. Before I begin, I would like to thank the three fantastic sponsors of this podcast. Where are you going on holiday this year? Will you be exploring the mysterious moorlands of Dartmoor or the lovely lakes of the Lake District? Perhaps you would like an adventure in Andalusia or an autumnal wine walk in Sicily or Spain. Do you want to return to the roots of Nordic walking and have a go at cross-country skiing in Norway? Or are you looking for a challenge walk somewhere further afield in Africa, India or Canada? You can find holidays to all these incredible destinations and many more at walkingwomen.com. Local women guides provide in-depth knowledge of each area and will encourage you to walk a little longer and walk a little higher. Use the discount code WOA23 to get a £50 discount off your next walking holiday. Walking women take care of the organisation so you can take care of yourself. The next sponsor is the go-to supplier of brilliant Nordic walking poles. Nordicwalk.store is the leading independent online retailer of quality Nordic walking poles in the UK. Always warm and friendly, I can vouch for the fact that you will get excellent customer service in their capable hands. Nordicwalk.store will deliver Lecky and XL poles the next day anywhere in the UK and if you need advice about which pole is right for you, then contact Paula, who is always happy to help answer your questions. And finally, have you ever considered turning an activity you love into your actual job? If you enjoy being outdoors, meeting new people and staying fit, why not train to become an instructor yourself? British Nordic Walking offers internationally recognised high-quality instructor courses and provides amazing ongoing support for its instructor network. If this sounds tempting, then you can book an instructor training course with a £25 discount if you visit www.britishnordicwalking.org.uk, click on the Train With Us tab and book using the discount code WALKING23. I trained with British Nordic Walking back in 2014 and it provided me with all the information I needed to start teaching and gave me the confidence to set up as an instructor on my own. As a British Nordic Walking instructor, you too will benefit from ongoing support from the community and CPD opportunities to enhance your own knowledge. Further details, discount codes and links to the sponsors' websites can be found in the show notes. Welcome to the Walking on Air podcast, the podcast for all Nordic walkers, wherever you may be around the world. I'm Mary Tweed, an instructor with British Nordic Walking. I would like to thank all the listeners for such great encouragement, particularly those who have kindly made a small donation by clicking on the Buy Me a Coffee link in the show notes. This helps cover the cost of the server and podcast platform licenses and enables me to continue producing these podcasts. In episode 8, I'm talking to Joe Douglas, founder of Nordic Walk It. She established the club in 2013 after leaving the corporate world with the aim of offering a fun, effective and accessible alternative to traditional fitness methods. After experiencing burnout from the demanding pressures of work life, Joe knew only too well 
the value of fitness and the need to have time out. Based in Rutland, Stamford and Market Harborough, the ethos of the club is for everyone to have fun getting fit, yet connect, explore and experience the world around them. Over the past eight plus years through Nordic Walk It, Joe has supported over 600 people to experience the joy of Nordic walking and create a strong sense of physical, emotional and mental well-being through club activities. Today I will be talking to Joe about the vital role that stretching plays in Nordic walking. Welcome to a Walking On Air podcast, Joe Douglas from Nordic Walk It. It is lovely to have you here today. Thank you, Mary. It's lovely to be with you too. We will crack straight on and I'm going to ask you, first of all, how you got into Nordic walking. Thank you. Um, it was actually for health reasons. Before I became a Nordic walking instructor, I was always in education, but I was developing um, international awards and basically I burnt out. I just worked so many long hours and tried to do so much. So I started Nordic walking as part of rehabilitation to get better. And with it, I discovered there was no walking clubs locally. There was nobody else to walk with. And so I thought, do you know what? I'll start walking with people. And that's how my business came. It just grew out of me needing to get fitter and healthier. And I just thought, wow, this really works. Let's share it. So how had you first heard of Nordic walking? What prompt did you start? Yeah, it was a friend of mine who mentioned it. And, you know, she said, let's go and do it. Let's go and do it. Both of us liked it, but there was no nobody else to do it with us. So you had to fill that gap. Brilliant. Yeah, an opportunity arose and there we were. And, and what benefits did you personally feel from Nordic walking? It's being able to free your mind. It is a physical exercise and it's really good fun you can push yourself as hard as you want or if you're having a bad day you can sort of take it down a step if you're feeling like you just need to push out that stress you can take it up a step but it just enabled me to grow in fitness confidence and happiness and to slowly slowly let go of all the stress I've been harboring for such a long time well I'm very glad that it it uh, worked for you in that way and did you see similar benefits in your clients Almost definitely. I get so many clients that come across who sort of lack confidence in themselves. They've fallen out of love of exercise. They know they're stressed. They know they've got aches and pains. They know they need to do something, but they don't, they haven't found something they really love to do. And Nordic walking is great because it just takes something most of us can do walking, takes it up the next level. And you can really just build your confidence and slowly find your feet so to speak and just go from there it's it's brilliant fantastic which aspect of nordic walking do you personally find most rewarding is it the teaching is it the actual practice which which is it for you it's actually bringing so many different people together and seeing how they love exercising and love being together The amount of people that have come from the area that I work in and support the club and stay with the club because they've built lasting friendships. They've been possibly very lonely before, very down, not been exercising. And the club brings everybody together. So, yes, I love teaching. I love the exercise. But I love the fact that so many people are thriving as a result of joining together to exercise. Jo, within your walking groups, how do you keep the energy going and keep people coming back for more? One of the things 
we really like to do here at Nordic Walk It is to give everybody a little bit of a challenge each time they come. So we do lots of different walks with different challenges. And it's all about encouraging people to work at their own pace with their own techniques that are built on Nordic walking so that they can push themselves a little bit more each time. It's so that they feel the value, they feel the growth, they just feel the improvement. So it's all about continually moving forward and getting better and better and better so that they really enjoy what they're doing. And could you give us some examples of the challenges that you've got your groups doing? We've done quite a few different ones. We do local ones where we sort of have sessions where we say, okay, in the next five minutes, we're going to go go all the way through the different technique styles, the different gears that we use for Nordic walking. Then we can go, we can put on extra longer walks. We can do workout classes, but we also do mini trips. So it's holiday challenges, local challenges, adventure challenges. And we've done been a really big supporter of the British Nordic walking challenge series you know we we did that for from 2015 to 2019 with 5k and 10k teams and individuals and everybody's loved that because it's just something to aim for a goal a challenge and it, it, it gives people something to look forward to and feel good about and so do you personally have a challenge or a goal for this year Yes, I am going to be introducing um, Huga retreats where I'm going to be um, having groups of women. So it's for working women who are feeling stressed and I'm going to get these Huga retreats so that they can just have a pause, step back from the hectic life, learn to Nordic walk, get back to the basics of enjoying being outside, being in flow, actually feeling the joy of movement. So for me, my goal is to extend this a little bit further and to help other people who are feeling quite stressed to step away from stress through Nordic walking on Hugo retreats. That's brilliant. That sounds really interesting. Yeah, here we go. Glamping and Nordic walking. Yeah, yeah. No, that sounds really cool. So will you be, you're teaching Nordic walking from scratch. It's not for other Nordic walking groups to come. Um, both actually. So if people want to Nordic walk, but then if, if people do Nordic walk, what I'll do is take their Nordic walking further. So they begin, I'll do a lot of muscle awareness, body awareness, because that's the thing I really love. Nordic walking, you can take it, as we've said, you can take it to different levels. But since lockdown and since doing pure stretch, I've really gone into making sure people can feel what they're using and why. And it's quite interesting seeing when people have got their pelvis tilted forward or backwards and why the shoulders are hunched and realising that, my goodness, I'm not even pushing through my quads. A lot of people don't take big enough steps and push through their quads. And when you start somebody Nordic walking and they take baby steps and you just think you walk around life with those little baby steps, you know, and again with Nordic walking within four weeks, quite simply, you can see the steps getting bigger and bigger and bigger because at the end when we, we do, as you do those exercises and the stretches at the end and everything, it just frees up, you know, the hip flexors and all the ligaments around and all of a sudden they're just moving so much more yeah and using their body within the full range of movement as we were all designed to be however many million years ago I often say to people that um basically I'm teaching if you see a toddler walk they're so upright they're swinging their arms they've got a great flow of movement you know they're really and basically we're taking you right back before you learnt the habits, before you raised your shoulder, carrying your handbag, you hunched them or typing or, you know, and you sat down too long or whatever it is that you've done. 
I'm going to take you back so you've got a lovely tall posture and you just feel in love with moving and standing correctly. When, when I set up the club, one of the things I really wanted to do was make sure that whatever walk you went on, whatever day you were, whatever group of people, you were always welcome. And I have to say, I've never been let down. Every You can mix and match between the walks and everybody's just so embraced and so welcomed. And yet we're also very diverse. It, it's it's brilliant. And I think if we all have that thing in common of loving the outdoors, um, loving the movement and just enjoying each other's company. It is. If I had a wish for Nordic walking, it would be a lot of people seem to have the thought that Nordic walking is for people who are injured or who can't move very well. I would really love people to sort of realise the extra benefits, as I say, de-stressing getting moving when you're working full time you can get so stiff and just even getting outside for half an hour and with the poles it gives you a big bang for your for your dollar doesn't it because you're doing so much more so my one dear wish would be that people would see Nordic walking for the benefits it gives you whatever age whatever physical ability you are I agree. I think there's a lot of misconception here that it is purely to recover from injury. And it just isn't at all. It is an exercise in its own right. And um, it should be elevated and esteemed as such. So, yeah, whatever we can do to get the awareness that, hey, this is for everybody. You're going to love it. Come on, do it is 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 the thing. Well, well done for doing your bit in um, Stamford and Rutland and Market Harbour. You're, you're, you're getting the word out there there. So hopefully, uh, person by person, we will increase awareness and make more people take this wonderful sport up. As we come out of lockdown and Britain is opening up again, well, the world is opening up again, a lot of people are wary about the sorts of exercise that they take up because people don't want to work inside again. Could you just share with our listeners why you think Nordic walking is such a good post-pandemic form of exercise? It's brilliant because you can see yourself fit with Nordic walking. It's safe, it's effective and it's enjoyable. So you can go out and be sure that you haven't got to share equipment, you haven't got to get close to anybody, but you're with a group of people. So it's social as well. What's not to love? And I'm just wondering whether you found that Nordic walking was able to help you during this odd period. Yes, it was. It was lovely. I did a lot of work um, building um, CPD, um, continued professional development to enhance my skills. And one of the things I did was pure stretch, which is a really good stretching system based on the stretching and strengthening techniques in yoga and Pilates. So I've merged that and I started that online with my Nordic walking um, clients. And it's had great results in terms of how we've been able to improve muscle tone and extend our flexibility even further. Because when we're Nordic walking, we, we use our muscles repetitive way. And it's it's so nice to be able to sort of move, give, give them give the muscles a bit of an extra workout in different directions. And um, I guess the other thing I've really enjoyed is I did a lot of one-to-ones with people with, within lockdown. And that's allowed me to really help people build so much self-awareness of how they move and how that affects their life. 
A lot of people wonder why we need to stretch after Nordic walking, because we don't normally think about going for a dog walk, for instance, and coming back and stretching. So what is the difference between Nordic walking and walking when it comes to stretching? For me, stretching is very much overlooked. It's something that's so important because there's three key benefits, which, which I'll share with you. You know, stretching keeps your muscles flexible, strong and healthy. And that also, you know, reduces the risk of injury. We need to be flexible to maintain the range of movement we do. Without it, our muscles become shortened and tighten. So that's the first reason it is, is, you know, flexibility and movement. The second reason for me is self-awareness. Stretching allows you to feel which muscles are working well or not. You know, each muscle has its own function. And it all works as a whole. And if we're out of balance in any way, it causes loads of problems. And quite often people have backache or neck ache, and it's somehow they're using their muscles. So a good stretch after a workout will show you which muscles have, have been used that little bit more or not, or which ones need a little bit more attention. So self-awareness is number two. The third reason is if you stretch after exercising, you continue to feel energized after your workout. It allows your blood to flow back into your muscles at a more steady pace, your heart rate to come back to normal. And basically that oxygen is feeding your muscles more and more nutrients. So you get stronger, healthier and fitter. So when I when I do stretching, um, every walk I, I sort of take, I always finish with the mantra, stretching is as important as the walking. You know, I love that. Mm. Um, so I have a lot of walkers who claim that they're not flexible at all. So do you think people can improve their flexibility? Have you seen massive differences with people um, improving their flexibility? And if so, how long does it take and how much repetition does it take? Oh, my goodness. Yes. So much improvement. I have um, several groups in, in, in my club and I have a group of where the average age is 80 and uh, I know and across all my groups and in particular the the older group who couldn't bend down and touch their toes after doing four weeks of prolonged stretches they can now really reach down and, and get down there to the toes so yes it does make a huge difference you know a fantastic result and actually a really short space of time just four weeks so were they doing that just once a week or were they doing it several times a week um, we always do it after every walk. So it depends whether they walk once or twice, but most people walk once. But then I give them little exercises to do in the morning when they wake up as part. I give I'm a bit wicked. I give homework out and uh, they love it because they'll go, oh, I've done my homework this week. And they've, they've showed me how they've done certain stretches. And I don't give anything complicated. I just give something that will get them moving and flowing in the morning and then when they come walking they feel much better and it's just it's very iterative it just builds so quickly a little bit on a little bit on a little bit and yeah it four four weeks is quite possible uh, after a session but I do do 10 minutes of stretching as a minimum at the end of my sessions it's not a quick let's cool down it is a good 10 minute stretch if not 15 minutes and for listeners out there who haven't had the um, chance to join a regular group, because there are some who are miles away from an instructor, which muscles are particularly affected by Nordic walking? Now, that depends on how well you're using your body and how you're, well you're using the technique, because we you have some people that come and it's so important that they're just moving. Any movement is improvement. 
So to get people out there moving is great. However, if you do Nordic walking to its full potential, you, you actually exercise all of the muscles. You know, you, you it's designed to work your arms, your shoulders, your upper chest, your torso, your legs, everything, which is why I, I love it. Um, however, if I was to say what I find really important is the legs and the glutes, because it's so important to use the opposing muscles. Quite often we over rely on perhaps our hamstrings from the steps we're taking. So I really want people to make sure that they're aware of the muscles they're using. So that they use their, bring their quads and their glutes in as well as the hamstrings. So stretching down your legs to make you realize what you've actually used when you're walking is quite important. And do you have a favorite stretch? And also do your clients report a favorite stretch? They love the one where you sort of stand up with your pole and bend down with your poles extended because it releases your back. And you can adapt that to move just by slightly moving your hips in one way or another way. And it stretches and opens all your ribs up and all, all the muscles around your back get a good stretch. And then if you sort of push your weight back, your legs get a good stretch down the back. So it's, it's one that just gives a big bang for, for what you're doing. This podcast is called Walking On Air, and I particularly like the meaning of it, meaning happy. I wonder what your top tip today is for walking on air. My tip is get in flow. When you're Nordic walking, it shouldn't feel laboured. It shouldn't feel stressful. It shouldn't feel tense. It should just flow as though you're walking on air. Fantastic. That's a great tip. Thank you very much. Joe Douglas, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a real pleasure talking to you. Thank you. It's been great. I'm sure you'll agree with me how much Joe's passion for Nordic walking came through in that interview. If you would like to visit her website to find out more about her classes, please visit nordicwalkit.co.uk. And if you have been inspired by her wonderful sounding Huga retreats, spelt H-Y-G-G-E, she would love to hear from you on igniteability at icloud.com. I will put links to both in the show notes. I really hope that you enjoyed Walking On Air and that it has inspired you to get outside. If you have any questions about Nordic walking or a story that you want to share, please get in touch by emailing hello at walkingonairpodcast.co.uk. Thank you so much for listening. And if you have enjoyed doing so, then I would be extremely grateful if you could spare 30 seconds to like and review this podcast on the platform that you listen on and hit the subscribe button. It will help spread the word about Nordic walking and about this podcast. Do join me next week. Finally, before I go, I would just like to thank this episode's sponsors, British Nordic Walking, NordicWalk.store and Walking Women. Their support enables our community to share knowledge and learn together.